How does the law of karma actually work? I mean, it's not black or white. We talk about good and bad, but everything's not good or bad. There's so many shades of gray in between the black and the white. He said, you know, is someone, is someone recording them as this has been good, this was bad? So here's, here's how karma works. Karma is a law of nature. It's not about rewards or punishments. It's not about being good or bad. It's about simply a law of nature. So for example, let's say I plant an apple seed, okay? And I water the seed, and I plant it in the right area of the garden with the right amount of sunshine. I'm gonna get an apple tree. Okay, the, the fruit of my karma, because actually karma means action. When you're talking about what you get, this is the fruit of your karma. So my planting of the seed was my karma. Now I've got apples. That's the fruit of my karma. Now this could go both ways. I could love apples. Apples could be my favorite fruit in the world. You would call that good karma, right? Somebody who has a tree in their front yard that gives them the fruit that they love in the world, you would say has good karma. But it could go the other way. I could be allergic to apples. Apples could make me break out in hives. I could hate apples then you'd say, oh my God, this must be bad karma because look, you've got this tree in your yard. It's giving you fruit that you're allergic to, fruit that makes you break out in hives. You must have done something really bad to get this bad karma. But you see, karma's, karma's not good or bad. Karma just is. The fruit of planting an apple seed is you get apples. How you respond to those apples is up to you. So the law of karma works in terms of, it's really got two main elements. One is plant a seed, I get the fruit. The second aspect of how karma works is remember that ultimately our our purpose, the reason we're here on earth is to get closer to God. We're not here to eat apples. We're not here to eat oranges. We're not here to eat peaches. It's not about that. It's not about the money I make or where I get to in my career. It's about recognizing my divinity. It's about knowing who I am. It's about connecting to God. Can those of you who are here just move up a little bit? We've got a lot more people coming in from that side. So we have some room in the front if you wouldn't just wouldn't mind just moving up a little. Come.
Great. Thank you so much. Just because then people can enter that door more easily. Thank you. Thanks. So karma is about getting closer to God. That's ultimately what it's all about. If you say, what is the point of this game? The point is recognize your divine nature. Not intellectually, not because I've told it to you, but actually experience the divine. That's yoga. That's the union. And so the other aspect of karma is it gives us what we need to take our next step. But we've given it this kind of Santa Claus, he knows if you've been good or bad type of component of, yeah, there must be a list and the good things that I did are over here and the bad things that I did are over there and I'm going to get good karma for these and bad karma for that. And, but that's not actually how it works. That's just that we've superimposed this Santa Claus and modern education of A, B, C, D, fail, pass type of filter on top of it. Karma is just giving you exactly what you need to take your next step closer to God. And it's a result of what you've done in your past. Not a punishment, not a reward. People who are rich are not being rewarded. People who are poor are not being punished. People who are successful are not being rewarded. People who are failing are not being punished. The question for everyone, rich, poor, success, failure, sick, healthy, is how can I use this situation to get closer to God? How can I use this situation to peel back the next layer of me that is keeping me separate from who I am? And if, if what I find is the fruit that's growing in the garden of my life is something I'm allergic to, rather than curse it, rather than say, oh my God, you know, it must be my bad karma, my stars must not be aligned, it must, two things you've got to do with that. Number one, figure out how to find an orange seed, a peach seed, if what you really want are oranges and peaches, it's not about hating your apple tree. It's not about chanting mantras, orange mantras over your apple tree that, you know, somehow the apple tree is going to become an orange tree overnight. It's not about doing the orange dance or the peach dance or the orange asana or the peach asana. The only way you're going to get an orange tree or a peach tree is to go out and get those seeds and plant them and water them. And then it's still not guaranteed. Plenty of seeds are planted that never, never sprout. But if, if that's what your karmic package is supposed to bring, that tree will bear fruit. But in the meantime, you've got a tree full of apples. And you may be allergic, but there's probably school children nearby 
who would love to come over after school or on the weekends and to fill baskets full of apples. There must be people who would love to make applesauce and apple pie. You could make it and give it away. Or on the highest and deepest level, rather than looking for orange seeds, looking for peach seeds, rather than doing anything else, let your deepest prayer be, oh God, let me stop being allergic to these apples. Let me be able to enjoy that which you've given me. Because our allergy to things in our life, our neighbors, our in-laws, our employers, our employees, our colleagues, the, what, whoever it may be, our classmates. This is the stuff that most of our suffering is made of. Oh my God, my mother-in-law. Oh my God, my daughter-in-law. Oh my God, my classmate. Oh my God, my boss. Oh my God, my neighbor. We're allergic. Cannot do this. Cannot be there. Just their presence makes me break out in hives. And so we try to spend our life figuring out how to have someone else, how to change the situation. Get me out of this house. Get me out of this class. Get me out of this school. Get me out of this job. Get my colleagues out of this job. I love the job. Get them fired. Whatever it may be. But we're, we're trying to wave our magic wands and turn our apple trees into orange trees and peach trees. Instead of that, let us ask ourselves, okay, God, here's what I've got. Clearly, sometime in my past, I planted an apple seed. Otherwise, I wouldn't be where I am today. How can I use this tree to get closer to you? Rather than transforming it into something else, can I transform my allergy? Can I find the sweetness in this apple tree? And it doesn't mean that everything in life is fun. Failure is not fun. Loss isn't fun. Sickness isn't fun. Death isn't fun. Doesn't taste good. But there it is. There it is in our life. Part of every single person's package deal, there's a wonderful, a wonderful story of a man whose son passed away and he was bereft. And went after every saint and every guru and literally finally gets himself to the Lord of death. Give back my son. And he's screaming at the Lord of death, give back my son, you must give back my son, this is not fair. And the Lord of death says, okay. He says, I will. He says, I understand your pain. I understand you think it's not fair. He said, I will do it. But in order for me to do it, you have to just do one thing for me. And the man said, yes, anything. And he said, I want you to bring me a grain of rice from the house of someone who hasn't lost a loved one. So the man goes off, 
goes into the village. He's going to get that grain of rice. He's going to bring back his son because it's totally unfair that God took him. And he goes around and he goes house to house to house. And then village to village to village. And of course, there isn't a house where no one's lost a loved one. But in this journey, he understands. Not that the loss is any less painful. Not that he grieves any less. But he understands that it's not about it being unfair. It's not about God picking on him. It's that this is, this is part of the package of being alive. And so every single person's karmic package, regardless of if you're the CEO or you're the window washer, everybody's karmic package includes failure, loss, sickness, death. This is the only, it's the only guarantees in life. And so the question becomes rather than how can I find the mantra, the guru, the prayer, the mandir, the magic wand to only have success and wealth and health. Instead of that, how can I find the mantra, the guru, to help me Find God. Because remember, that's what it's all about. Find God in the loss as in the gain, the sickness as in the health, the death as in the life, the failure as in the success. And that becomes what to do. So no, no one's keeping a list. It's not a subjective labeling of good and bad. You've got exactly what you've got because A, of the seeds you've planted in the past and B, because of what you very specifically, individually need to be in to unpeel your layers to get close to God.